Veni, Vinny, Amari. We came, we saw, we loved. Welcome to the Partnership Vision Podcast. Where we discuss how to have a relationship full of unity, trust, fun, and fulfillment. We'll be sharing the rewards of preparing yourself for your best partner and being your best for them. It's very important that we pay attention and and realize, look, complaining is the opposite of Thanksgiving and gratitude. Like Thanksgiving and gratitude opens you up to creativity. It opens you up to joy and really enjoying your life, really taking joy in your partner and then God and the good things that God has given you. Like it's an empowering, it's a supercharging thing to walk in gratitude and walk in Thanksgiving. Complaining is the opposite. You can't complain and be grateful at the same time. You know, you can't be grateful and complain at the same time. They they choke each other out. So choose gratitude, choose to be thankful, choose to be focused positively, not negatively. And in Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things it really matters what we think on it really matters what we focus on like that's that's meditation that's what meditating is is just to think very deeply on a thing to to prolong and just kind of let your mind wander through the valley of that subject or of that verse or whatever it is you're meditating on and it makes a big difference in your mindset like as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. The more you're thinking on a thing, the more it becomes a part of you. And it changes your behavior. It changes your attitude. So don't be meditating on negative things. Don't do not do neg- negative meditation. Don't meditate on what is toxic and what's harmful and what's bad, what you don't want in your life. If you don't want something in your life, don't think a lot about it. Because <laughs> that's, that's how you get it. That's how you end up getting more of it you become what you focus on self-fulfilling prophecy exactly and so back on the point you know with of planning with god it really negates a lot of excess stress i mean you can still stress out because you're human but don't do that that's a bad idea it takes away excess stress because you don't then have to go back take more time and fix a mistake i mean he can redeem time and he can fix things but why make that necessary when you could have just asked him in the first place well hey what do you think about this yeah back to my example like you could have avoided the car crash if you just heard from god in the first place if you're practiced at hearing from god so that he could tell you don't do that don't don't take that drive and another thing is god's pace is the only one to be taken in accordance with If we try to push things before or after his timing, things don't go smoothly or happen in the way that they were meant to. And again, even if you mess up, he can redeem it, but patience is a fruit of the spirit and it should be sought after. We are called to be patient. And again, like I was saying earlier about not being anxious, he wouldn't call us to be patient if it wasn't attainable. And anything worth having is worth fighting for. We have definitely found that on a daily basis, like we, we have to stay in his timing. Like we want this podcast to work out and we want, 
We want, and I'm talking about the recording. We just want a recording of a podcast to work out well. Then we need to do it when God is really moving on us to do it and inspiring us. Like so much is really based on what is the timing of God. That's a huge part of why we need to know his will is because he's got perfect timing. He knows how things are supposed to work. And when we are stepping into alignment with him and with his timing, things just, they work. You know, the grace of God helps you and empowers you and you go through you go through all sorts of things and it can be way faster than what you'd be able to do in your own effort it can just turn out way better you have a better attitude like that's that's a huge thing is just being able to enjoy life not freaking out not being really upset really hurt being really aggravated but even if something is very hard you have the superhuman peace and ability to to meet it and that's the grace of god And so like walking in his timing, walking in sync with him is one of the best ways to walk in his grace and walk in his power. And that goes lock and step along with hearing things from God is that we may feel an urgency and a stress to hear an answer about something at a certain point in time. But just because we don't hear that answer when we think it's time to hear that answer doesn't mean anything negative. It's just not the right time. And you can't take it personal. You can't make it a rejection thing. You can't make it into, well, I've just been such a bad person. I guess he doesn't care anymore. Or he's just not listening. Or he just, he won't, he won't do it because of this. It's just like, all of those are lies. Maybe I'm just not cut out for this listening to God thing. I just don't have the ability. Exactly. And he will tell you what you need to know when you need to know it. And the timing may not be right because you just wouldn't understand at the time. Something needs to happen to where the context of what he's saying will make sense. And, and it's also an exercise of faith. That's when we use our discipline and self-control, also a fruit of the Spirit, by having faith in him and just continually seeking him. We are called to be anxious for nothing, and he wouldn't tell us it if it weren't attainable. It's like, I, I keep saying that, guys, but... It's just that point has rang so true with me over time that I, I've got to stress it. And <laughs> repetition is very important for memory. And it's just really hang on to that. It's just we wouldn't be called to it if it wasn't possible. It's something to grow into. You know, it's not like you can just turn off your get anxious switch like instantly. You can't just stop worrying about everything. But there is a process, the transforming that happens as your mind is renewed and that renewing happens when you get into God's word, when you get into the things that he's speaking to your life, when you do two-way journaling, when you spend time with him. As you remember this verse, it starts to, to make its way inward and deeper and then it starts showing itself outward where you do find yourself just not being anxious anymore. And you do find that the efforts that you make with God's grace, you're able to start cutting it off at the pass and be like, no, I'm not gonna be anxious about this. And he empowers you to make the decisions to stop being anxious. Like it happens, but you got to have faith. And that's that's a choice. Faith is, a, is an exercise, is a choice. God has given you a measure of faith. There is faith in you. So you can do that. You can do this. You just, you do it with God. With God, you take hold of this and you say, all right, with him, all things are possible. And you said, be anxious for nothing. So Lord, I thank you that I am anxious for nothing. I thank you that I am not going to be anxious about this. And just don't don't get discouraged because you still feel some of the feelings. 
you know, I still feel anxious. Well, don't worry about that. You know, don't worry about, don't be anxious about feeling anxious. <laughs> like you, you got to choose at some point to be like, you know what? The truth matters more than just what I'm feeling at the moment. And that's another thing too, is that God continually speaks throughout the day. It just, it, it depends on what medium he really wants to do it. And again, we're revisiting another point, but I wanted to dive in a little bit more detail there because there's his word, prayer, two-way journaling, signs, which are things that he puts in our path for us purposely to see, confirmations through people that actually they even know about your situation, but for, for whatever reason, they allude to something that confirms what you heard from him, and that is your confirmation. And there's also divinely inspired thoughts, like we, we mentioned, even movies. He can actually use movies that have nothing to do with him, <laughs> but he will highlight a certain principle in it and he's even used like Lilo and Stitch with me before there's one time where I was like Lord well I'm in the mood for a movie uh, what should I watch and you know it was on a, um, it was a Sunday after church one day and I like I, I for a while I was doing you know like a, a Disney movie um, before I napped or whatever after church and he said watch Lilo and Stitch and he ended up highlighting different principles within it about family and the workings of family and dealing with things. And I've seen that movie, I can't tell you how many times since it came out when I was a kid. I never latched onto that, you know, that never spoke to me, but it did that day. I followed what he told me and I received something from it. And even going way <laughs> further back, you know, he, he spoke to Moses through a burning bush. He literally spoke through a bush that was on fire. So really, he can use anything he pretty much well pleases. We just have to be open to it and have fun. Just, okay, what are you going to do next, Lord? Yeah. And also on top of the uh, divinely inspired thoughts and things, realize that also all these different ways that he can speak to you, he can speak to somebody else too. And if he sends, if he gives them something, have an ear open, maybe he gave them something. And if they share it, maybe it's because he was wanting to speak through them to you, you know, and sometimes wise counsel, somebody gives you a, a wise counsel. It's because he inspired their thought, you know, and he showed them what they, what they needed to do. He, you know, there was a grace upon them. And so God speaks prophetically through people sometimes. So have an open ear, be humble, and recognize the voice of God when he speaks through others too. And something that he's actually been talking to me for the, like the last three days and a certain theme has been about childlikeness and innocence. And they are actually two key points in seeing the world and nature as he does. We're all called to be childlike, just not childish. There's a complete difference there. Yeah, and it's something that he's definitely been speaking to us both into a journaling and something he's been showing me is going back to like, you know, when when you were a child, when you were a kid, you you imagined, you had a big imagination, you saw and you, you thought about things and I need you, to, he's been telling me, I need you to open up like you were then and you know, like we, we get older, we get wounded, we get hurt, we get these expectations of society that we think we have to be, you know, realistic and we have to just face our adult responsibilities and you know and that means like leaving behind big dreams and and hoping for things and instead you, you, you just need to set you know lower your expectations and just realize that this is just how life is and you know everything is is can be really harsh in the world and that can 
cause us to kind of lose our childlikeness and get to where we where we just are trying to do everything on our own and we're always just you know trying to hit for the most reachable goals and things that we think we can handle well i guess i can do this job and at least it'll you know make so much money and and do what i need it to do or whatever yeah it might not be what i really want but hey you know at least i'll make the money i need to make just as an example there are so many things that we can just decide well this is just what i have to do and just be okay with life being a drudgery whereas as a kid you shot for the stars you reached for the sky you thought about you know exciting things you didn't dream yourself into you know being boring and having a life not doing the things that you really loved you really wanted to do and childlikeness is is huge is something god wants you got jesus said anyone that will come to me and be in my kingdom must enter in like this little child and he picked up this small child and put him on his lap like that's what we have to to be like is we have to be childlike and that there's one of the big things about that is innocence you know is a not a sense of wonder a sense of wonder like it's it's so important to have wonder because when you have wonder and innocence you just you see the beauty you see the goodness you're not is the opposite of being cynical it's the opposite of being sardonic and and having kind of an acid wit and looking at everything from just this you know kind of like the world is is a dump kind of mentality instead you look at the glory of god and everything surrounding you and there's there's joy in that perspective there's so much joy in childlikeness as, as you're delighted by things and as you're going after the things that you delight in and just en- enjoyable and it makes you an amiable person and you want to make other people happy you want to make other people laugh you know there's just so much that comes with childlikeness that is is a part of the kingdom it's a part of who we're meant to be it's who we were before we got wounded before we got messed up before things took us down the wrong path and god wants us to be restored in it and he wants us to have a childlikeness that is really protected in him and is really strong because it, it's not the opposite of being mature it's not the opposite of being able to walk with god in wisdom but it's being it's having a heart that you you can just move with god move with the holy spirit and you're not worrying about things you're not supposed to worry about like that's a huge difference between children and adults they don't walk around burdened about the world they don't walk around you know with a grave look on their faces thinking about how all these things are going wrong in the world they don't think like that they play they have fun they have an imagination they have an imagination they might have their own little responsibilities their chores or whatever to do but they don't they don't worry about the world around them they don't worry about everything else they're just wanting to enjoy life and god wants us to be like that he wants us to enjoy life with him you know we can have the responsibilities that he gives us and still be delighted and still be joyful like literally jesus said how we were supposed to handle tribulations and persecution in the world was to be of good cheer so he's like hey guys get happy <laughs> like have a party have a good time be joyful you know people are coming against you oh well <laughs> they came against me too have fun <laughs> like it seems it seems like really like what that's that's pretty intense like i'm just supposed to have yeah you are you're supposed to have fun you're supposed to rejoice you know rejoice that that you are making a stand and you're making a difference in the world and not by having to have a glum look on your face and just having to bear down but by being joyful 
and by standing with God and following your calling and not being distracted from it by naysayers and not being put down by people's insults and, and the things that bother you, but just staying directly on course and going going with God, pursuing God and pursuing what he set you on this earth to do. Like that childlikeness, it endures and it, it gives you the ability just to always enjoy life. Absolutely. Very well said. Like mic drop right there, I believe. Riffing off of that, um, a revelation that I just got recently into a journaling. Um, God gave me a revelation behind my abduction. That's another thing that I've kind of alluded to that I might end up talking about at some point, potentially that I also, um, my 30 day challenge on Facebook that I did called identity over victimization. I actually got that from God, the idea of it from God through two way journaling, um, months and months back. And I, that I told my story and my testimony and went into a lot of detail that I had never done before. Um, but, and there's been so like for the people that don't, that don't know my story, that's in my family that actually think a lot of different lies about what happened during that two and a half years. And they have no idea what truly happened for many reasons. And, um, I, I say that to also say another point of if you don't know everything about a given situation, do not pass judgment. We're not even called to judge people that it, that's God's place. Actually, that's a really good bonus point, too. That's definitely something that we have been learning. God's been teaching us to practice is refraining from judging people when it's really not our business. It's really not our place to do so. And even people that are our critics and are coming against us in really negative ways, not to speak death over them, not to just tear them apart and complain about them and say bad things about them, you know, even if they're true. That's still like, is it relevant? Is it helpful? Is it really doing good in their life is it really going to do any good in your life it is very important that you know yes we do need to be aware of what people are doing and we need to be aware of what's right and what's wrong it's important that we know for ourselves especially that we're doing what's right and we need to have boundaries you know okay but outside of that we really don't need to be spouting our opinion or even behind closed doors talking together about somebody gossiping. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not good. It's not wholesome. It's not helping anybody. And then I'm, and not to keep on the like the negative here, but I'm just I'm just speaking facts is that another thing is by them not knowing what happened and doing their own judgments and doing their own gossiping, they actually blame me for things that weren't my fault. And that added to my trauma. I already went through heck and back, and I, <laughs> I that's put very light, lightly. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of details, and like I said, it was a 30-day challenge that took me 30 days to get through, and I still didn't say everything that actually really happened during that two-and-a-half-year period. But you don't judge. You don't blame. You don't shame. You seek to help. And if they don't want your help, you pray for them. And so to get off that (laughs) serious note, it's just I felt the need to kind of point that out. But the revelation that I got that was on this past point of childlikeness and innocence is that God showed me how the enemy got a hold of me during that time. They, They first capitalized on my childlikeness and they stole my innocence. They totally decimated both of those. And when you break those down, then more will crumble right after it. 
you're vulnerable to negative cultural and demonic thinking and strategy and a lot of emphasis on demonic strategy. If you're not seeking a relationship with God, you're seeking a relationship with something in the complete opposite direction. And that was another issue is that I was raised in church and I was taught more so religion than relationship. And I didn't know to have a relationship with God or what they even meant or anything in between. So I wasn't technically seeking a relationship with God that also made me vulnerable because I wasn't tuning in to what his will was for me or even knew to seek his will for me in that way or that I could hear his voice or any any of the above. I mean, and you know, growing up with a Christian background, or even if you don't really, you, you hear Jesus loves you, you know, and it and it's all over the place, and it's good, but it becomes a colloquialism that means nothing. Exactly, it becomes too commonplace, and you don't understand completely what that means. If you understand just how much you are loved by God and Jesus, the Trinity, you wouldn't fall prey to so many different things that happen. If you're plugged into Him, so many different tragedies would not happen. Yeah, like childlikeness and innocence are so important for being in the kingdom. And the unfortunate thing is without relationship with God, they are so vulnerable. Like life is so much more enjoyable for the childlike. It's so much more beautiful. There is a sensitivity to goodness. There's a sensitivity to just life when you're childlike. And it's a beautiful thing. But without discernment, without wisdom, without godly protection... It's so easy for that by itself to be stolen and for it to be destroyed and trampled on. And when you lose that, you know, when you lose that, that idealistic, that feeling that life can truly be wonderful, that things can really be good, that you can really have this, you know, beautiful romance someday. And that, you know, just many things that come with the childlikeness, many things that come with that, that imaginative young, you know, heart that is just full of of good expectations and joy and and sees the positive and, and imagines and visions wonderful things you know when that gets shattered and you get you know just thrown through the ringer of life the meat grinder of life and you get betrayed and you get hurt and you get the counterfeit and you you come to what you think are realizations but it's really just disillusionment it's really just becoming cynical becoming bitter that you know nobody really will ever care nothing is really ever going to be as good as you thought everything is always really just going to be figuring out how to how to settle with what you got and what's what's coming what's happening to you you lose so much of that when you lose your childlikeness when you lose your innocence and you know god wants to restore it God can restore your childlikeness. God can restore your innocence. Even when bad things have happened to you, it's not taken so that you can never get it back. You know, it's not like something that can never be returned. With God's help, with Jesus, it can be restored. And that doesn't mean you become foolish. And that doesn't mean you become uh, ignorant or you just trust everybody and think everything's fine. And you don't, you don't become immature. That's childishness. But you have the restored sense of wonder. You have the restored you know, ability to just think of good things and amazing things and be excited about life and, and rejoice and where your tendencies become more thinking on the positive than thinking on the negative are more energetic and more youthful toward what God has for you instead of down in the, in the, in the doldrums of, 
of glum of just you know ah everything sucks people suck everything doesn't isn't good you know i don't like anything i don't like anybody all those different kinds of cynical behaviors and mindsets that come you're freed from that and you just become a very delightful person you delight in everything and you become delightful and it is possible to have it restored it's possible to have it protected to come into the wisdom of god come into a place of discernment god gives you discernment and we have to but discernment we have to be taught how to use it you know we have to be taught like brandy had discernment even as as a child that kept her out of certain situations but it couldn't keep her out of everything because she wasn't taught how to use it she wouldn't know even what it was or that what i was actually seeing or hearing or what what the case may be i didn't know any of it and she didn't know how to protect her childlikeness she didn't know how to protect her innocence and if she was taught you know if she knew what if she grew up with you know, just nurturing of her discernment and nurturing of her relationship with God, it would have protected her. And that's not the fault of, you know, anybody else. Like everybody's just working with what they have and the, their best knowledge at the time. And this is not to say we blame anybody yeah, else for I'm not that. fault, not finding fault with anybody, not putting pointing any fingers, but I'm just saying the root causes of what happened does lie in those yeah, things. I mean, we've had to learn these things. We've been having to relearn these things and pick up these things ourselves so, you know, it's like, how can you possibly blame somebody else for not knowing something you didn't know before either? You know, as nobody's born with this knowledge, you have to, you have to grow with God. You have to come into these kinds of things. But, you know, we're sharing this not to shame or blame anybody else, but to empower you. Like you can have your innocence restored. You can have your childlikeness restored. If it's still intact, you can keep it. You don't have to lose it. If you get in a relationship with God and you learn wisdom from him, you learn discernment from him and how to use it, then you will keep it and keep it intact and life will be able to continue to be a joy to you. Like that's the huge difference between the childlike and those who are not. And that's the the biggest thing in my opinion, aside from trusting the right people and the right person, God, it's that you really can just enjoy life and live in the joy and the wonder of life. So it's totally worth having and totally worth reclaiming. Amen. (laughs) Amen, amen. So in a summation of everything and trying to kind of wrap things together here, you can see from these points that learning about God together, getting revelations from Him, and sharing together what we received, helping keep each other on God's track to reach everything we are purposed for, staying away from negativity and expressing ourselves in a positive manner, not giving in to stress as much as possible, reaching out to God for help in everything so he has an opening to work in our lives, holding our promises to each other in the highest sincerity, and the importance of keeping our childlikeness. Yeah, that's pretty much what this whole segment all of this has been about and you know i this might be split up into multiple parts you know if, if so you're listening to the last part so thank you for listening to it thank you glad you enjoyed it and because i'm sure you did if you got this far <laughs> <laughs> commitment yes you saw it through 
and uh, we, we appreciate you for just being on this journey with us. You know, that's what, that's what we're thanking you for because we appreciate everybody that comes alongside and, and wants to learn and wants to gain these things because it's, it's going to do the world a lot of good for everyone that will pick up these things that God has taught us. You know, it's some of it has been learned through some hard effort and through some difficult times of mostly of us just not doing the right things in the first place and having to learn to do the right things, having to learn like, no, don't complain. <laughs> No, don't don't go in that direction. Like you need to listen, like incorporate me in this part. God's very gracious, but we had to go through a lot of difficulties of being ungracious to ourselves and unlearning certain things and learning others. So we hope to spare you of a lot of that stuff by these things that we've been learning and and just just share and you know just kind of do relationship with you on on this end as we as we share what God's doing in our life. And uh, anybody that has any comments would like to you know, ask any questions or bring suggestions or just tell us, you know, what you think about the podcast or how this touched you. Feel free to reach out to us. Our link will be posted up on, on the description where you can get to the, the master side of the yeah. various forms of social media and everything that we're involved in. But we, we have our Facebook page that you can partnership vision ministries, Instagram, we're all over the place. So if you want to direct message us or you want to comment on one of our posts or whatever like follow you know subscribe do do your thing and we'd be glad to hear from you we'd be glad to have you more involved you know we want to be involved in the community and we want to hear from you guys so that's just you know pretty much guys and gals we want to hear from you so that's pretty much it and just you know have have a blessed rest of your life and we hope that you get back everything that the enemy has stolen from you and walk in the best that god has for you and please just keep tuning in because we, we don't know what all we're going to be covering in the future. Again, it's a God thing. So we're going to be just as surprised as you are. And we're excited and we can't wait to see where this goes and just see how the ministry blossoms and where we go from here. So keep listening and we love you and we'll catch you later. Thank you for joining us where the heart is heard. Partnership Vision Ministries. Stay driven by love. So you can wreck all the fear. You can check us out on Instagram at Partnership Vision Ministries. Or on Facebook on Partnership Vision Ministries page. And even Twitter at PVisionM. Y'all come back now, you hear? 